There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. Now, the Irish Council for Civil Liberties does not support the reintroduction of expanded powers of enforcement for Ngordashia Corner or indeed the use of criminal penalties. It says that any attempt to manage the whole spread of coronavirus uh, should not be policed by coercion. And this, of course, is a reference uh, to the fact that there's been a growing number of house parties being organised by young people. Uh, They're meeting, there's no social distancing, and it's sending out the, uh, if you like, a wrong message to the wider public that it seems uh, young people can congregate in close confines, but everyone else is being asked to social distance. Diren Ansborough is a senior research and policy officer with the Irish Council for Civil Liberties, and uh, she joins me on the line right now. So why exactly are you opposed to giving new powers to the Gardaí, whereby they can simply knock on the door and simply say, listen, lads, can we bring this party to an end because there's a possibility you could be spreading the COVID-19 virus? Why are you opposed to that? Uh, Good morning, Ken. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, I think it's, it's important to say at the outset that we're not really clear about what the government is actually proposing at this stage. Um, it seems they've proposed additional guard of powers, but we're not sure what those powers would be or what form they would take. Um, certainly, as we understand it, uh, the proposal does seem to be linked to anecdotal evidence about house parties around the country. But our concerns um, centre on, on, on a couple of different issues. The first would be that from the outset of the response to the pandemic, we've always said that it needs to be a health-based response centred on advice and guidance um, and education. Um, And we did see in the first 10 days of the pandemic that without these criminal penalties and threat of enforcement, the Gardaí were able to um, assist in education and advice, and they reported a very high level of compliance without those additional and coercive, uh, we would define as coercive powers, um, so the second thing I would say is that um, if they are proposing additional powers whereby Gardaí can um, enter essentially someone's home, we would be very concerned about that because the um, protection of the home, the privacy of the home um, is very, very strong um, from a rights perspective in our law and also in our constitution. We have a, an article protecting the privacy of the home or what's called the inviolability of the dwelling. So from a legal perspective, it would be very problematic to be giving these additional powers to, to the Gardaí. And finally, 
we haven't actually seen evidence that house parties are linked to a rise in cases. What we know, what the evidence is, is that rising, the rising cases over the last couple of weeks are linked to congregated settings and um, workplaces such as food processing plants um, and direct provision centres. So what we're saying to the government is we want to see what your response is to the actual facts on the ground, the evidence that um, certain things are causing a rise in cases. And these are congregated settings and um, workplaces where, where people can't socially distance. Uh, so that's what we want to see rather than a very problematic proposal to expand Garda powers beyond our constitutional rights. OK, well, regardless of the facts, I mean, do you not accept that the optics look bad, that young people can gather in a house, they can have a few beers, have a few laughs, have a dance, have a party, whatever they do, but everyone else is being asked to social distance. And while there may be very, well, very little evidence or indeed anecdotal evidence that young people in these confines are spreading the virus, uh, the optics look bad and that they should be treated the same as everyone else. In other words, they should social distance and not gather in a situation where they're close to each other. And we've seen through the figures that what's called the community spread uh, of the virus is a serious problem in so much as people are getting the virus from people and they don't know where they got it from. Regardless of whether there's anecdotal evidence or not, do you not accept that in the best interests of saving lives, the Gardaí should be given these powers, albeit that it's on a temporary basis? I think um, it's very important that the public health advice, of course, um, reaches out to everyone, uh, everyone in in Ireland and young people are are no exception. They absolutely should be observing social distancing, um, all of the health guidance that is out there. Um, I think it's important to note that um, in the in the last set of regulations, there were there were no um, restrictions relating to household gatherings at all. Um, so nobody was was breaking the law um, over the last while for 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 having gatherings in the, in their homes. The current restrictions that are in place um, are only uh, only relate to um, pubs, which serve the substantial meal, um, a regulation around pubs, and also a regulation around events, which states that you can have 50 people at an indoor event or 200 an outdoor. Now, obviously, the guidance has changed in the last few days, but from a strictly legal perspective, that's where we are. Um, I think it's very important to note that, you know, I don't, we haven't seen the, the necessity for expanded guard of powers. And necessity is required um, in the law where we are talking about restrictions on our rights. We need to see um, an evidence base that they are necessary. And we need to know that the response um, is a proportionate response where we're talking about restricting rights. Um, and so far, we really haven't seen that evidence. And another point about house parties is that, you know, Gardaí have been effectively managing, you know, large house parties for years. They, they already have um, powers under the Public Order Act, for example, around the breach, breach of the peace. Um, and we, we all know around nuisance that Gardaí can um, knock at a door and ask, a, ask a, the, the residents to, to keep it down or to break up a party. Um, and, uh, you know, our view would be that it, it would be a very unusual um, person to who wouldn't respond to to the, the Garda advice um, and uh, you know guidance um, and and that's what we actually did see at the very outset of the pandemic that people were responding to Garda advice and guidance. Right, but I, I, I put it to really you. Really important to sorry, shall I continue? I just think it's really important to note that if you're expanding Garda powers, 
those expanded powers apply to everybody. So if you're giving Gardaí the right to enter someone's home without their consent, we're talking about a very, very um, worrying, concerning line in the sand that will affect everybody in the country, not just um, a few young people having... All right, but these are, for, for, I suppose, for all intent and purpose uh, in these extraordinary times, these are temporary measures. And even if the Gardaí don't use the powers they're given, uh, do you accept, though, that the very fact that the powers will exist should be a a disincentive or should discourage young people to gather in houses, uh, have parties uh, and send out the wrong message? Because really, uh, people who are particularly elderly uh, are in fear that young people gathering in such circumstances have the potential to spread the virus and that's really where we're at we're trying to save lives of course i mean everybody has the duty to um respect the public health guidance and to look after everyone else in the community i mean i absolutely agree with that point and everybody has that individual responsibility to make sure that they are doing acting in the best interests of the whole community but I think what we are saying is that expanding Garda powers goes too far. And I don't think anyone can be sure that powers um, that come into existence can never be used. Um, we're, we're saying that we've seen that policing by consent, education, advice, promotion and guidance is what works and is what will help us to, to defeat this pandemic and not threats of criminal penalties, which currently are up to six months in prison, two and a half thousand euro fine. And let's not forget, a criminal conviction can have a huge effect on anyone's life. Um, that that won't be a temporary effect, that it'll go far, far into the future. Right, but so, you, you know and I know that young people don't particularly have the same respect for law and order as elderly, mature people do, and they will take the attitude, oh, let's have a party, sure, who's going to see us? And uh, sure, who cares? And yeah, we're young, we have a stronger immune system than people in their 60s and their 70s. And that really what the government is trying to do, regardless of whether it enforces the law or not, is simply send a message to young people not to be holding house parties. Well, I I think it's very important that that message is sent. You know, the government does need to send that message and and everybody in the community who interacts with with young people who might be planning a house party needs to send that message too. Um, But what we're saying is we we shouldn't be using a sledgehammer to crack a nut and in this case, creating guard powers where they would have the power to enter your home without your consent goes too far. Well, I don't think uh, the Gardaí are going to be entering uh, homes by breaking down the doors. Surely they're going to knock on the door and they're going to be a little bit consensual about this. But uh, the wider public would take the view, uh, you said they shouldn't be using a sledgehammer to crack a nut. Uh, The wider public who've lost mums and dads and brothers and sisters through this virus might say that the sledgehammer should have been applied back in March and April. Well, I think if we kind of, um, you know, what, what we've said and, and what that legal perspective is, is that when we're talking about breaching rights, it has to be around evidence-based um, government policy and lawmaking. It has to be based on evidence. And we're not seeing the evidence that house parties do uh, 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 lead to a rise in cases. What we're seeing is congregated settings. Okay, yeah, but... but, uh, but uh, Sorry, I'll just finish that point. Sorry, I would really like to. Um, congregated settings. And what we saw, you know, we saw a big report yesterday about nursing homes. And, you know, the, the vast majority of deaths in this country did take place in nursing homes. And it's, it's a terrible thing. 
Well, we need to understand why they took place. And what the report said yesterday was that there was a lack of PPE, a protective... No, but that's getting away from the subject. No, no, no. Darren, no, no, no. I I want to speak... I just want to speak with the guard... We're talking about the coronavirus and its spread, so we have to talk about why it spreads. No, but I want to talk to you about the guard, the powers. I mean, under the new regulations, uh, gatherings of more than six people in a house now will will, will not be allowed. Uh, Surely that's the evidence that the guard need, that if they hear that 10 or 20 people are in a house drinking beer, dancing away and having a good time. That's all it takes for the Gardaí to knock on the door. Well, what I'm talking about is evidence about restrictions connected to um, the cause of, of what spreads the virus. You know, so the, the whole point about these restrictions would be that we're trying to stem the spread of the virus. So if we're trying to stem the spread of the, the virus, we need to be responding to the evidence about what causes, causes the spread of the virus. Yeah, but look, close gatherings is not helping the situation. Unfortunately, Darren, I'm going to have to leave it there because the clock has beaten us on this one, but uh, I'm sure it's something we'll return to again uh, in the weeks ahead. That's uh, Darren Ansborough there, Senior Research and Policy Officer with the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. More to come. We'll take a break. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.